What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Usher. Let's get it started. What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. Today, we've got a very special guest in the building, music artist and owner of Step Back 3 clothing brand, Kyle McCrone. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me, Nick. Dude, Appreciate yeah. It. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How you How's doing? your year been so far? Uh, pretty good, chilling. Just got a my degree at UNF, so I'm trying to figure out something with that. Oh, fire! What mm-hmm. What'd you get a degree in? What's your major? Uh, marketing. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my a lot of my viewers, um, I do I usually do a segment when I first bring guests on, and I ask you a simple question: Who are you? Mm-hmm. Who is Kyle McCrone for all my mm-hmm. listeners? So, um, I grew up in Jacksonville basically my whole life. I went to Creekside High School. Okay, well, um, here in town. Um, went what, to UNF. What year did you graduate? I graduated 2017. Okay, cool. So, you're 23? 23, yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, you've always been raised in uh, Jacksonville, born and raised? Um, Jacksonville, the, mostly the Johnson Creek area. Okay, got you, um, got you. I went to, FA, went to FAU for a little bit, so I was in Boca. For about a year. Okay. Yeah. How was that experience? Um, it's a cool school. I, I personally didn't like the area that much. It was just too expensive. Yeah. What yeah. um what made you want to go to FAU in the first place? Um, honestly, I was picking out of school. Like I didn't get into Florida uh, FSU. So okay, I was gotcha. trying to figure out something. I want to get out of the house. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, and FAU is a great like it's right on the beach, right? Mm. It's right there in Boca Raton and um mm. Yeah, it's super expensive. That's for damn sure. But I mean, yeah. I see a lot of people go there and they seem like they really enjoy it, you know? It's more of a like a commuter school. So like all those little towns around it, like Pompano and like Deerfield and stuff. Okay, people kind of come you. in from there and um, living there is crazy. Like, every day you see like a Rolls Royce or like a, um, like a Bentley or something. Damn, was it more expensive like just the living cost down there and everything? Yeah, it was like a, um, I had an apartment I shared with three other people and it was like a thousand, thousand bucks per person. Damn, so, dude. So yeah, they kind of screw you over on that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's like, I'm just expensive even if you live in the dorms and shit too anyway, because mm. it's such a nice school. It's mm. relatively newer, right? I think so, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of on the come up. They had a pretty good football team for a little bit, but then yeah. when it started getting shitty, the school kind of went down. So. What, what made you want to make the transition to UNF from there? Just see uh, how expensive it was? Not just that, but I, mean, I had family here. And then more friends here. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, it's probably a little bit easier to, like, make that transition back home when you've already left and you've kind of, mm. like, gone out. And, like you said, you're just trying to get out of the house. And you got out of the house mm. for a year and you're kind of like, mm. all right, it's time to get back home. It's time to get back to yeah. my roots. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a, taking a risk. Yeah. But um, I think it's best to come back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Do you – um, did you get involved in anything while you were at UNF? Was it just, like – Not too much. I played a lot of basketball when I was there. met some people. Okay, um, got you. And then also, I was taking um, like more science classes down there. Did you play basketball growing up or do any other sports when you were growing up? Um, yeah, I played basketball, um, f- football, like Pop Warner. I played okay, I played in high school, but just JV. Cool, cool. Um, and I didn't really play, so. Yeah, yeah. How, was, um, how was your time at Creekside? Was, did you have a lot of people, friends growing up over there, a lot of supporters whenever you were? Mm. Were you making music at this time? Um, I think junior year I started making music. Oh, okay, I, cool. I started messing around with beats uh like junior year i think okay so you make beats too mm, that's what that's how i started i guess at the beginning i wasn't as comfortable like using vocals yeah yeah but then i kind of transitioned into from beats into like 
full songs. Wow. So. Okay. So that's mm. interesting because most people, you don't really see that. Most people will mm. start off making music by, don't, they'll start off singing mm. and then they'll go to, into producing or something like that. So that's very mm. interesting that you took the route where mm. you're producing first and then you start singing. Mm. Did you, um, did you ever like make beats for your friends or anything like that? Or was it mostly just like, um, a few friends, actually, when I was at FAU is when I was probably making the most beats. Um, cause I was kind of hanging out in the dorm most of the time. Yeah. And th that's the time I probably sold the most beats. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't sell, I didn't sell a crazy amount of beats, but um, just some people I knew on Instagram mostly. Yeah, so. dude, that's cool. Was it, did you have like a nice little setup or anything when you were down there or was it? Uh, uh... nothing crazy. Honestly, the living situation at FAU was kind of terrible. Yeah. It was like four, four dudes and one, um, like one, um, complex type thing. But then you like shared a small room with one other person damn so yeah and then my roommate would work like overnight so he would come walking in at like 5 a.m i was just like fuck this this yeah, is fucking yeah. terrible and then my other roommate i had to leave because he was snoring too loud yeah i got you so yeah and it's kind of like one of those things man where like me personally i've i've done the roommate situation and i had a great roommate like not i would mm. never talk shit on my roommate it was great but it's just like me personally i just like being alone i like having mm. like my own space and like not having to deal with people snoring or not having to deal with like any of that other little like side shit going on. Mm. And um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like how, you know, you, a lot of, you see that with a lot of people, they'll move away for a little bit and they'll end up just being like, mm -hmm. you know, it's time to go back home. Like time to go back to the roots. And that's, mm -hmm. that's what you're most comfortable with. You know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. what you know. And, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I want to get, I want to dive deeper a little bit into your music side and, mm -hmm. um, how you got started, how you really like developed this love for creating music. Cause what you've been at it, uh, let's see, junior year, five years now. Maybe? I think around 2018. I, okay. I yeah. Think, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. You've been at it like four or five years. Something like that. And that's mm -hmm. cool, man. That's like, I'm sure you've learned a lot within that just short period of time. Are you available mm -hmm. on all major streaming platforms? Um, yes. On everything. Yep. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And on YouTube and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. and what's your name on there just for uh, the listeners? Um, Kyle McCrone. I just go under my normal name. Perfect. All that. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. So definitely go stream his music out on there. I know you have a new single out, right? Um, yeah, it's a new single, um, fade away. It's uh with my brother, Carson McCrone. Sweet, man. Um, and yeah, I've, I've listened to that a couple times already. Y'all, it is a banger. You mm -hmm. just dropped that on Friday, didn't you? On Friday, yep. Yeah, man, and it's that is a banger, and the video for it's really cool too. Was it was that just like a video you threw together, or was it um, um like the what I was wearing like the rainbow kind of shirt? Yeah, the snippet one that you posted with it. Oh, like yeah. in downtown Jacksonville and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah, and, my friend Grant helped me film that. It was like a um, it was on the VHS camera that I have. Dude, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that it was like like you're saying on the VHS camera, like kind of old school looking, mm -hmm. and it, dude, that had a really clean vibe to it. I was like, I it goes to the song well too, you know? Yeah, I try to fit that vibe. I like making the VHS videos. I like the old school look of it. What so. was your um? What what would you like? <clears throat> classify your music as like if you were to give yourself a category what would you say i guess hip-hop but yeah i don't i personally don't want to be known as just like a rapper like yeah because you're really it's you're really not like a lot mm. of your lyrics are like really well thought out and it's mm. like good you know which not saying hip-hop lyrics aren't very well thought out but it's just like you know you're it's not like you're not always rapping super fast or like anything like that mm. like sometimes it's like got a really nice melody to it and shit and mm. It, it sounds clean you know what i mean i would i would even put it like some of your songs kind of have like a little bit of an r&b or like mm. like kind of like pop feel to it like they're very very broad you know what i mean mm. and um i like making um like catchy stuff yeah i would say my favorite my favorite artist it sounds kind of uh cheesy but i like drake honestly just because he makes like catchy stuff that like gets stuck in your head dude you cannot nobody can touch drake mm -hmm. nobody can shit on drake that was one thing that i was talking to my buddy about the other day it's like 
Drake is so versatile. He's so just like every first off, like anytime he drops a project, I mean, this is just because of through the years and years of him just dropping banger after banger after banger. Mm-hmm. Please still point out if this man drops a project or if he even puts out like any kind of feature with anybody, it blows up. And the other person blows up because with him. everybody trusts Drake. Mm-hmm. Like he, it, once you're that consistently like dropping banger after banger after banger, it's mm-hmm. like impossible to not blow up, you know? Mm-hmm. And dude, he's established himself as like one of the greats for sure. I love Drake. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been listening to Drake way back, like in his early days, like back before he was like, even getting signed to young money. Like Marvin's room. And yeah, man, like <laughs> old, old mm-hmm. times. And um and he's always been that way, man. Like he's always like he'll drop an album, he'll have like three, four different like style songs in there. Like and nowadays, like people will drop an album and they feel like they have to keep the whole album like one steady like vibe the whole time. Mm. And it's like people don't I mean, that's cool, but like dude, people we want some like show some like versatility in your music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like have a little mm. bit of like some like mixes in there and switch it up. And um I think some artists kind of have like their top songs in the album yeah. and then they'll just like um throw a bunch of these random songs just because people will play them yeah so, exactly which and, it makes sense but and it's just to like run up numbers like if you got that kind of clout you can run up at numbers on anything you know mm. and it's like sometimes like what you were saying like artists will throw music into albums like just like random songs into albums just to fill the album up and you can tell yeah you know what i mean we're like this is not their best song this is kind of just like something they made on the side or one thing that I personally like really just don't like is whenever people will put um, they'll put like a snippet of like people talking in the middle of their album or it'll just be like a oh, song, yeah. but it'll just be like a conversation or like it won't even be like a song. It's just like like yeah, a interlude. scene. Yeah. yeah, like things like that. And like sometimes you'll see like three or four of those in one album. And I'm like, dude, I did not come here to watch a movie. It could I'm be not, cool at some times. It, but there like, is actually times where it is, it's pretty cool and it's mm. crisp, but like – 90% of the time, bro, whenever I see it, it's like, yeah, it kind of goes to the album, but like I plugged you into my aux cord so that I can play music, not so that I can go through the album and hear like some. Yeah, everyone else in the scene. car doesn't want to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. Like I'm the type of guy, if I trust the artist, I would download the whole album, mm. you know, and just have a couple songs in there that I really like, but have most of the songs in there that I know I'm going to like. Mm. And when they have stuff in there, like in the album, then I've got all these random little like snippets in my apple music spotify or whatever it is oh, yeah. and it's just i'm like oh i hate it man mm. and so how would you describe your progression like since you've started back in 2018 mm. how would you say or how would you describe your like growth would you say that you've grown kind of more towards hip-hop or do you think you've kind of grown more into like what you were saying like dropping a more like catchy chorus and mm. making it like a you know, like a Drake style song where yeah. it's got like a good chorus and it's got like a, you know, a couple bars here and there, you know? I think at first I was more concerned with like the lyrics because, um, I don't know, now it's more like melodic. I, I do try to, I almost like hum the stuff before I even like put the words into it. Yeah. Just because I, I personally like the beats on songs more than like the actual lyrics. So if I can be become part of the beat, it's, it's really what I want to be doing when i do it and i bet it helps you like with you having that like producer style background like Mm. you know i bet it helps you when you're listening to a beat to be able to like really break down the beat and be like okay Mm. this is like what i hear for it before i start making the lyrics for it like Mm. 
you know, I'm sure some artists, they already have like a set of lyrics set down that they're like, okay, I really want to put this in a song. Let's find a beat to match it. That's very difficult for me. Very yeah. difficult. Like for anybody, I would say, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, um, and I feel like it's good to have that producer style background like that, like where you can just kind of know like, okay, this is, this is the type of beat that I'm looking for, or this is the type of song that I'm trying to make out of this. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gives you that like extra step on a lot of people that people without that prep background wouldn't have, you know, even like just visualizing it. Like, um, I use like logic pro to make stuff. Okay. Um, even just seeing like the wave files and just seeing like the certain gaps where you can, I can put my lyrics in as basically like another part of the beat. Yeah. Or like say like a kick hits here or like a clap hits here. I know I need to like, I need to match up my vocals with it. Exactly. So. Would you, um, like, would you say that your, uh, major in marketing has helped you like with trying to grow your music and things like that? I, would, I mean, probably not as much as I wanted to, yeah. but, um, I'm definitely trying out new techniques and stuff to try to get I songs going forward or yeah and i see you guys do a lot of um events too man like you've been oh, performing yeah. in a lot of places too mm. where was your last performance at um jack rabbits uh, i think it was right after halloween of okay, last year cool um and what was the event for that i saw it had like a big poster and everything it was uh mm. basically i got a bunch of artists um i basically managed the whole thing for oh, wow. like um i think it was 10 to 15 artists um and we performed at Jack Rabbits. I think maybe seventy-five people came out. Damn, so, dude, that's nice. Yeah. Not Jack as much Rabbit's as yeah. isn't like a huge like venue either. So it's like to have mm. a lot of people have it packed like that is fire. Mm. It was fun. It it was a good experience trying to to manage the whole thing and also market it. Yeah. Um. And the flyer turned out great. Did you make that flyer? I didn't make. It. I had my friend. Um. He lives down south. Um. MMWs on Instagram. So he he helped me make that. Wow. Um, I think that helped a lot with the promotion of it. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. I think mm. the whole it looked like the event turned out really well. Mm. It just kind of stretched out. Only problem was it kind of stretched out a long ways. What do you mean? Uh, it's like it lasted probably over three hours. Oh wow. And I performed at the end. So by the time it got to me, it was almost like some people were, were leaving. What damn. So well, I mean, sucked, you probably but... get a lot of artists in there. It's like you gotta just tell people like, yo, you get three songs. Yeah, yeah, I kept it pretty short with each person. Yeah. Oh wow! So, but I mean, you had a lot of you had a lot of people on there. How many people total were on the? I think it was twelve to fifteen. Damn. But like man. some people were grouped up. Um, they had like songs together and stuff. Mm, like my friend, and there were kind of there was kind of like a head of each kind of group. Like my friend Brandon Bosch, he brought his friends, um, Heavy D, and then Odio and Rich Don. They were like kind of a group. Okay, gotcha. And you. then my friend uh, Jerry's World, um, he had. His friend uh, Dizzy Dan and Aaron Hall, and they were kind of a group. Gotcha. Okay, so they kind of had like their own little times where they would all mm. go. And... See, that's actually really interesting. I mm. bet you, if you did a couple more of those, like it would really start to get some mm. some traction and do really well. Because mm. I mean, that's the type of shit that people love, man. Mm. That like underground, like hip hop scene, or just like I mean, just music scene in general. Mm. And Jack Rabbit's is a cool venue. I've only been there a couple times, but. Um, that's a great place to have something like that, mm, honestly. And I think it helped a lot of people get their name out. I mean, not as much as it probably could have. I think it was like, um, I don't make excuses, but it's kind of just like a rainy day, which kind of brought me down a little bit. But I mean, I think it could do much better if I did an, another one. Yeah, and the thing is, is now you've done one. Mm -hmm. Was that your first one that you guys put together? For a music thing, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yep. that now you've done one. So you kind of have like a little bit more knowledge on like what you're going to do for your next one. And like mm. a little bit more of like an idea of like, okay, if we do it this next time, let's maybe put it at a different time. So we've got more time for everybody to go or maybe do mm. something else like whatever. So that 
mm-hmm. it things flow better like you'd like it to, you know? And that's mm-hmm. kind of how you got to do it, trial and error. And I'm sure you know that with making music and with the brand and things like that. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and I, you know, I think that's a, a great event. I think that it really is it. because um, it gives a lot of like younger artists the opportunity to really showcase their music, showcase their work and um, mm. in a live, you know, a live setting because I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's very difficult to get a show or get like a, a, a venue somewhere, you know, and sell out mm. a show or doing that, that to put on is like, especially a solo artist or something like that. Mm. Um, have you done any other performances besides the Jackrabbits one? Uh, we, yeah, me and Jerry have honestly performed there probably five times before oh, damn. that. Too. So is it? Um, how is it? Like you guys, basically, you'll just put up flyers like and saying we're gonna be performing here at this time, and then uh, it, people come out. It's mostly online it's through Instagram, mostly. Yeah, um, we get like a flyer made maybe a week or so, week or two before. Fire, and man. then just start sending that out. Um, I think the first one we did, we sold out. Um, we we would um there'd be like a band that would be the headliner yeah and they would kind of open for them yeah um for like the first couple ones that we did damn I think the I mean there was a couple times we were also like the headline yeah but I think the first one we sold out I think it was like 150 tickets damn um but it's like COVID I think it goes up to 300 at Jackrabbits wow. but because of COVID it was 150 and then people couldn't get in I think my brother like snuck through the back door so, wow. just to see it which was cool. Dude, that is yeah. awesome. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of attraction you want to see right there. It's just mm. like selling out small venues like that and then moving up to the next spot and then moving mm. up and moving up and moving up. Mm. How many uh, songs would you say you have total? Probably, I think 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. What's your, uh, which one's your favorite? Um, probably the one I just put out, Fade Away. Yeah. Or Missouri is one of them. Yeah, I like Missouri as Missouri. well. Um, some of the slower ones. There's one called like Really Goo. It's just, it's like a weird name, but uh, really good. It's like a slower one. Okay. But um, and these are these all available on uh, yeah, Apple, like, Spotify, every, everything, you, uh, Amazon Music. Do you find that there's any um, you get any like, what's the word? Like, do you have any issues whenever you're trying to upload to, like Spotify or Apple Music or things like that? Because I I know a couple of artists personally, and they <clears> um, you know they're they don't have as big a name or anything like that, and they have a lot of issues like trying to get their work to publish on Apple Music like the day they want it to. Uh, like multiple mm-hmm. days like afterwards or something like that and mm-hmm. have you ever uh, ran any issues like that um so i use distro kid and it will basically um send it out to all these platforms for you okay. all, all at one time oh wow um i think and it's really cheap it's like 20 bucks for a whole year oh damn so i think you can upgrade it to like set specific times you want to drop it yeah so that's what i did with the most recent one um just so it like all dropped right when i wanted to yeah exactly uh, but yeah, DistroKid is pretty good for cool. just putting putting it out. I, I don't sure exactly how much money they take just for their service, like off yeah. the stream. Yeah. Um, but I know it's very difficult to get paid off streams. Already, oh yeah, man, so. very difficult. You got to get, especially with the competition out there now. It's like mm. everybody and their mom is dropping on Spotify, Apple Music, mm. all that stuff. And the biggest thing is just getting on like the playlist. Um, if yeah. you can like submit it into Spotify, I think four weeks early, you can get it um like submitted to all these playlists oh, which is still nice. very hard to get onto but like it gives you a chance yeah um to do that or you can like there's people that run these um they'll have like their instagram on their uh, spotify yeah so you can um like message them and then tr- like pay them to get on the on the playlist see that's cool it's um like i know a lot of people that's like the secret is getting on playlists like the, mm. that's the biggest goal whenever you're dropping music is like give me on playlists give me on playlists so you can mm. end up on like radio or whatever and um 
and that's actually cool like hit them up on instagram and just kind of like go on the side be like yo I a little bit sketchy this. yeah, yeah <laughs> and you don't definitely want to make sure you're not like all right here's a hundred dollars and then never see your song on their playlist just like yeah that. you don't want you don't want to do family and friends on paypal if you do that yeah no so, you're screwed you're yeah. done <laughs> it's so. game over for real is mm. um so what are some of your goals like with with uh with music what do, where do you want to take this um i want to have more shows i want to do bigger shows yeah um, exactly because i enjoy the events and now i think i'm more comfortable on stage what do you uh what's your favorite part about making music would you say it is doing the live shows either that or honestly i think it's just being making music by myself the process and just like um it's almost like escaping for a little bit yeah run me through your process how does it go for you let's say you're putting together a song right now brand new mm. track how does it go it's honestly i'm not really in the studio for too long i'll like find a beat I think mostly I I would write the lyrics in the car while yeah. while I'm driving, which is bad. No. But <laughs> that's the best that's way. That's what you're thinking about it, man. That's yeah. when you're on it, yeah. Because I don't know. I guess just driving and um, not having my full attention on the song helps. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, maybe smoke a little bit to get yeah. that flowing. But um, in the car, I think is is the best. Um, yeah, dude, the, it's that's a great time. Like mm. whenever you're just driving, you you got your phone down you're kind of just like focusing on like just driving and in your mm. head you got that little side mm. conversation or idea just flowing away and that's when it's the perfect time to just be like okay this is what i want to say this is what mm. i feel you know what i mean and mm. it's you're very level-headed when you're driving most people you know what i mean unless mm. you're just you know you're having a bad day or something like that but most of the time whenever you're driving you're calm you're level-headed mm. and it kind of gives you like a free state of mind to really like think about what you want to say and what mm. you want to get out there and um so you get it all all written down everything hop in the studio how long would you say it takes you to usually make a song maybe 30 minutes to an hour damn well really what i do i normally i get the hook down first yeah and then i will save that and then end up back in the car and then try so these are like days that like it takes you to like come up with a full mm -hmm. like yeah okay so it's like whenever you first start you create your beat whatever things like that you're writing lyrics down it takes might takes you days weeks or whatever to mm. come up with the final lyrics you want to say mm. and then you go in there and lay it all down mm. like right now i probably have five songs that just have like hooks gotcha okay. and then I, they're just open verses on them yeah so yeah. either i will do them or i can um bring somebody see in. my friends yeah and see yeah. if they see if they want to do it do you have so. any um who's some people that you would like to like feature on uh, some of your stuff do you have anybody in mind that kind of stands out to you any local artists um well my friend dominic dom psd we, have, we don't have a song yet together i mean we're friends um right. shout out dom dom psd yeah uh he also does like graphic design kind of stuff okay cool um but i'm not i'm not really too there's sure there's some good artists in the city man i mean like mm. um i mean i just went up to atlanta and interviewed uh mbm big homie and atm big will and you know said he moved out to atlanta there's like a lot of big time artists that are um they came out Jacksonville and they're mm. still not like super, super big or anything like that, but they're, you know, mm. they're real, you know what I'm saying? They're like actual, like they, they make money off this shit, you know? Yeah. And, um, just even getting like a feature from somebody like that or hopping on one of their albums, like mm. insane amounts of clout or mm. comes from doing things like that, you know? Yeah. I actually wrote, I wrote in my notes, I think yesterday, I was like, do a feature with somebody that's like bigger, even if you don't have to pay them or oh, however dude, it works. Dude, and there's, and that's the thing is you can pay these people. Like mm. some of these, like, like not super big name, but like relatively big name people, mm. you can very easily pay them to come and hop on a verse with you. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm, and it's expensive sometimes depending on how big you want your artist, but like even just like, a, you know, a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars for a feature, like can really change an album sometimes. Like, yeah. and just kind of make a little bit of, some of the outside people that are maybe hating or whatever it is like take you more seriously you yeah. know what i'm saying 
like once you start getting that kind of like recognition or that like um that like you know social proof that you're working with somebody that's big it's like people start to say oh, okay mm. like this boy's yeah. for real you know what i'm saying mm. like he's actually investing money into this so it's like real real you know mm. it's just about finding like the right fit i think for that because my friend was my friend loves afro man and he like he like looked him up he's like yo I think Afroman put on his story. He's like two thousand dollars for a future, <laughs> and my bro, my friend's like trying to hype me up to get a, a future with him. But I'm like, I don't. That's not really gonna work. Yeah, like, I mean, you'd have to like, you'd have to totally change your like music style for like mm. one song with him or something like that. But mm. I mean, that would be funny, man. That would be super <laughs> That'd be funny. Crazy. That like, would be a whole vibe for sure. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what's a what's a tip that you would give to an upcoming artist or somebody that's uh, trying to get started making music? I would just say that you don't really have to fit into a certain style. Um, however you like, if you like how it sounds, I, I think you should post it. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people are just trying to mimic other sounds. Yeah. Which I mean, make it makes sense psychologically. It's like whatever you hear over and over, you kind of want to, you kind of instinctively like do that kind of stuff. But yeah. if you like how it sounds, I mean, there's a lot of new, different new sounds coming out and it's working out for them. So I think people should just do what they want to do. Make the make the music that you want to make mm -hmm. make the the song that you're happy with with you're happy with putting out there not just what you think the people want to hear mm -hmm. because 90 percent of the time if you go with that route as opposed to what you want to put out it's not going to be what is going to do best mm -hmm. and it's not going to be what the people actually want to hear because people want to hear you yeah you have i mean what you're yeah. making and like, they like the artists yeah. and it's it's your music they want to listen to and i feel like you have no idea what people want to hear because there's so certain songs that people tell me that they that they love that I made that I really don't even like anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just su super surprised by certain songs that people like. So that that made me realize like I don't know what people really want. So I might as well just do my just own do thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And whenever you just focus on creating your own music, then you'll even create like your own your own like niche that is like your your style you know what i mean like you mm. hear all these rappers and music artists all the time and they'll come out and they sound like nobody you've ever heard before mm -hmm. and it's like that's what people like people mm. like fresh people like new you know mm. and um and i think i think you're on a really good path with it man because a lot of your music so far is extremely high quality sounds great in a car sounds great over a nice speaker and um and the fact that i didn't even knew, know you made all your own beats as well which is mm kind of insane like because mm. it sounds they sound like they're you know professionally produced or and everything like that so i appreciate that thank you um yeah of course man and you said the uh your music is available on all dsps mm. yep okay cool so go check them out right now kyle mccrone it's on all digital streaming platforms on youtube new single fade away just dropped on friday go ahead and run those numbers up right now and um we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we will be uh right back with kyle mccrone what up ogs we are back with kyle mccrone and kyle i wanted to um i wanted to kind of dive deeper into your um uh, your brand that you have your clothing brand step back three right mm -hmm. step back three yeah so go ahead and just give me the quick background on that like how did that get started for you how did you come up with the name um what's your process like so step back three um it comes just from the basketball term step back yeah. three. um uh, I hear it announcers NBA games say it all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. And then people will come up and tell me they hear it in the NBA game. Yeah. But um, so basically it just started as my producer name. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I thought it was just like kind of catchy, step back three. Yeah. Um, and now it's evolved into um a clothing brand. Gotcha. And um so I do three v three basketball tournaments through this clothing brand. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um the most recent one was I think 
couple months ago. Um, it was like 12 teams that we had come out. And um, Which park do you do it at? Oh, we do it at Veterans Park. Oh, fire, yeah. man. That's a great park to do it at. Mm-hmm. How, they, did this, how does it turn out for those on? That one was good. Uh, there's been there's been some where it's only four or five teams. That's not bad I mean, at all, man. It's, it's still fun, though. It's And that's like good friends coming out and just playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and basically, every team has a different color. Um, and they'll, gotcha. get, they'll get the shirt, a Step Back 3 t-shirt for that specific tournament. Oh, got you. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a bunch of different colors. Um and then so and it's it was very cheap to sign up. I think it's 10, 10 bucks per person is what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, three people per team. But um, I mean that's that's great. That seems I great think it's for, a great deal. That's for, a great for deal, man. Seriously, yeah. You get the event, you get the shirt, you get a chance to win. Yeah. So and I bring out I bring out trophies and then um I think last one was a cash prize. Oh wow. Mm. Dude, see that's really cool. Like that's that's that'll bring in a lot of people, and mm. that's a great way to get people also wearing your clothing. Is because yeah, they're exactly. gonna get the jersey yeah. through the thing, mm. and you that gets you a lot of cool content and stuff. I'm sure. Mm. Um, and that kind of is cool that it ties in with your love for basketball. You know, you you were saying you grew up playing basketball and mm. loved the sport your whole life. So it's like, it's really cool that you kind of tied in the brand with something that's you. Mm. You know, mm. what's your process like? whenever so whenever you first start creating clothing do you uh is it screen printing or is it uh vinyl press uh how do you do it it's on screen printing but oh, uh i go through my friend dominic um dom psd um he helps me with the screen printing um and also with some of the de- designs cool i kind of have like an idea for a design and then he will help me um kind of bring it to life gotcha gotcha um and then we do it kind of like that. I'm just trying to come up with new ideas and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Um, now I'm doing like polos and hats. Oh, fire. Kind of stuff. So is it, are you going to stick with the screen printing for uh, most of it? Um, that's going to be like stitched on. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Cause I feel like the, um, screen printing does relatively well for mm. uh, most people. They prefer the screen printing over like, uh, you know, DTG or other different kinds uh, of printing and things like that. Mm. And, um, and yeah, and that's really cool that, you know, like I said, like that you tie the brand in with like something that you're passionate about. It makes it really easy for you to probably continue the growth and like mm. keep it going because it's like something you really enjoy. Mm. Um, what what would you say is uh, one of your favorite pieces that you've dropped so far from Step Back 3? Um, I like the original Step Back 3 shirts that I have. Um, it's basically, it's kind of like an ESPN font. It's very like simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, but personally, I don't like anything that that's very crazy. Yeah, so yeah. people that wear like with stuff with a lot of designs on it, I don't, I don't, I've never been into it really. Yeah. So I like simple stuff, um, but high quality. Yeah, so, exactly. So recently, I've been getting into more embroidered stuff. Yeah, or, um, for sure. Well, actually, I, I bought like the patches, and then I get those like stitched on. Got you. But just stuff that's higher quality. And um, um that's gonna that's definitely very important too. Mm. To focus on whenever you're in the clothing brand industry you know it's like there, there's so much competition out there and that's the one thing that'll really se- separate you from the competition is quality you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and if your quality is there you'll have nothing but good reviews and you know no reason for people to complain you know mm-hmm. and um i always tell people that's like step one i'm like before you like create a clothing brand or before you start dropping anything no matter what doesn't not even have to be a clothing brand it can be anything mm-hmm. just like put some time into it Make sure it's what you want to drop. Make sure it's quality. Mm. And just do it. You know what I'm saying? Just like put some time and some effort into it before you just like go dropping something, you know? Mm. Especially putting your name behind something, you know? Yeah. Because you just want to keep, you want to make sure. I mean, from that first piece is that that initial impression that you're going to have on somebody. And that's so important mm. in this industry, you know? I'm sure you know. Mm. And um, 
what are some i think you're telling me when you first came in um that you guys do a lot of community events like you're popping up around the city and doing things like that mm-hmm. um where was your most recent pop-up um so my friend andre he had a um like a fashion show type thing gotcha. um, his brand is dracard j um, oh, okay i think i'm pronouncing it right but he basically he had like a bunch of people like models dress up and he um and his clothes and then they kind of did like a walkthrough and a bunch gotcha. of a bunch of photographers were there and stuff um i had a booth there it was me and two other friends um we had a booth at this event damn um, but I know, it, was, it was a a cool event. I never seen anything like it, it was at a, um, the Block Skate Supply. Oh, okay, that's um, fire. But yeah, it's that's like, actually really cool. Um, yeah, there's me, Ben's forty seven is the other vendor, and then my friend Dominic was there. Damn, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's like we got to meet a lot of cool people, and a lot of photographers were there. And that's a really cool event. I've heard of a lot of people like wanting to start fashion shows before, but it's mm-hmm. like so like such a crazy idea to even put on, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of and that's parts. really cool. Yeah, and I mean the fact that like you're so early in your in in your development how, how long have you been doing the brand for um i think i started producer name at 2018 okay but, gotcha but probably the last years i've been taking it more seriously yeah yeah trying to um, get more sales and then do the events and ha- have the events so that there's like a meaning behind the brand yeah exactly and you want to create that connection you know what i'm saying like whenever mm-hmm. sometimes whenever you're able to meet somebody in person and like at an mm-hmm. event they're able to see like the face behind the brand mm-hmm. it really helps them like make that connection and make that like bridge that gap you know where they're like okay this is a product that i'd really see myself purchasing you know mm. and um and yeah and that's great are you doing any other pop-ups um, um yeah this next weekend it's the um 904 pop-up okay and um, that's uh what march i think it's 12th or something like that no 13th I believe. 13th okay yeah, yeah 13th. um so yeah uh definitely you guys go check it out it's gonna be sunday in uh jack's jack's beach at the seawalk pavilion mm. uh 904 pop-up and check out his booth step back three it's gonna be fire I, I do i like a lot of your a lot of your designs you have for your clothing like you're saying it's simple but it's it's good creative fonts you know what i mean it's not just like mm. the simple like dude some people will drop like <laughs> some people will drop like some clothing or something like that bro and it'll just be like their name and like the most simple font ever or like a quote a, yeah like a quote and like the most simple and i'm like put some like open it just try just like do something like just like i don't know just put like a line on it or something or make it look cool or change the colors mm-hmm. or something and um i like that you've got like really cool fonts and you and i, I like that. that i saw you had a shirt that was a uh, tie-dye with the step back three logo on it am i wrong oh yes uh, it's like the most recent one i've, I've done that um, one is dope it's like a pastel kind of tie-dye yeah like, like a graffiti kind of font yeah and that's cool for um for the summertime coming up and mm-hmm. you know giving people a little bit of a, a summertime feel for uh some of your clothes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i just put those on my website too i actually just made a website i think two weeks ago okay shout that out for the people uh, it's um stepback3fl.com okay cool that's and nice the yeah the instagram is stepback3brand Okay, and perfect. then that, that link is in there. So. Okay, cool, perfect. Yeah, so Step Back Three brand is his Instagram, and then stepback3.fl. or no, stepback3fl.com. Stepback3fl.com. So go ahead and check him out. Definitely buy some merch from this man. You see him hustling. You see him putting on the events. You see him doing all his stuff. Like, help him show some love. And um, also, you know, I'm getting a couple uh, a couple of comments from the TikTok live viewers. If you guys don't know, we go TikTok live for every episode on um, on our TikTok, which is Off Grid Brand. Um, and we're getting a couple questions in here right now. And one of them is, what kind of style would you consider your brand? 
style. Um, I think it's like athletic streetwear. Yes, I would say um, the. I was gonna say streetwear as well, but yeah. I but not the street, not the crazy streetwear, not yeah. like that, like really out there, like really like pushing the box on like what's. It's not dark. Weird. Yeah, it's not dark or anything yeah. like that or anything crazy. It's just it's very simple, but at the same time, very 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 like creative, very unique. It's 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 cool. You know, what I mean, I love the I love the the different styles that you have for all your different t-shirts and things like that. And it goes with what you're trying to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they look like I mean, you're dropping a shirt that everybody that's going to participate in this basketball tournament would be able to enjoy wearing after the tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's not like it's memory. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And do you plan to do any more of those basketball tournaments? Um, I actually have one on March 20th. Okay, cool. March 20th. Is yep. it at the same park? Still at Veterans, yep. Okay. It's, this time it's actually going to be four people per team. Gotcha. Um, because we have problems where people get tired or, or they have someone that gets hurt. So, gotcha. So um, bring an extra. And mm. I'm having some some companies are coming out with like a, a, a vendor table. Yeah. Um, there's a company, um, Baller Greens. They make like, it's like a basketball, but they have, they put plants in it and it hangs. I've so, actually seen, seen that, that bro. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. They're cool. I, I'm probably going to buy one of their things, but um, no, that's sick how they do Dude, that is it. actually fire. So that's cool. So you'll have a nice little, little crowd out there. And um, mm-hmm. if they wanted to get involved at this event or do it, shoot, I might bring a couple people out there and do it. What, how do that's, we contact you? Um, Either probably Instagram is the best way. Okay, on your personal um, or on Step Back Three. Um, either one. Cool. Um, yeah, my my main one's Kyle underscore Macron. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Step Step Back Three brand might be better just so I know it's related. Keep it, keep it related to the yeah exactly, mm. and keep all the messages probably in the same area and stuff like that. So yeah, if anybody's trying to get involved with that basketball tournament or trying to um really you know just get involved with uh, anything new you've got going on with the brand, hit him up on Instagram and uh, follow him at. Uh, step back three brand because you know he's doing great things over there man and um and that's a process mm-hmm. keep evolving you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. man you're doing great and you're making a lot of good moves and um i think it's important to to keep evolving in this industry you know mm-hmm. and um and yeah so if if any of you guys are interested definitely go check him out he's on all social media also this episode is sponsored by nobody sponsorships are wide open so if any of y'all would like to sponsor an episode, you know, a business that would like to sponsor an episode, you know, somebody that's looking to get their name out there, sponsor an episode, man. We get hundreds of listeners every week, every episode, and it grows each week as well. We do giveaways for the episode, so we can get a ton of things set up where um, we make sure that your business or your brand gets um, the clout and the, the, the recognition that it deserves. So, um Contact me at off or uh, OG Sessions Podcast or OG Sessions Pod on Instagram, um, and yeah, hope everybody has a great week. We will uh, see you next time. Thank you, Kyle, for coming through, man. Thank you, appreciate it.